Hello, and welcome to Reflections, 5-Minute Encouraging Biblical Stories. Our last episode took us to the beginning of Psalm 51. We certainly didn't get very far into the chapter, but we had an interesting discussion about why it was written, the heart it was written with, and why all that mattered given the context of the situation. This led to a discussion about when we have sinned, what is our heart's posture before the Lord? Are we like David in that we realize it is very wrong and come before our Father asking for Him to have mercy in great abundance, not just the average amount? We also saw that David asked for God's loving kindness to blot out his sin. What a beautiful word to use and to ask to cover the stain of sin. Are we in true repentance asking for the same when we have sinned? In verse 2, we saw David ask not once but twice in different manners that God would wash and make him clean again. This led us in a discussion about how David here doesn't just want his quote-unquote clothes to be clean, he wants to be clean. This brought us to when we hate our sin and are truly repentant, hating the evil that God also hates, he deals gently with us because he can see that we are following in his principles. Let's jump in here and see what else Psalm 51 has to teach. Psalm 51, 3. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Once again, I turned to Charles Spurgeon's commentary on this chapter because I found it so insightful and wanted to share that with you. In verse 3, it opens with David acknowledging his sins. He is not just addressing the one sin of the most recent moment, but the plurality and immense number of sins he has committed and is making an open declaration of them here. He seems to be saying, I make a complete confession of each sin. Not necessarily saying that this is my plea for seeking forgiveness, but as clear evidence that he needs mercy, and am unable to obtain or receive help from anyone else. Is this how we are viewing our sin and our confession when we come before our Father? It's like David is stating here, By pleading guilty, I am barred from an appeal against the sentence of justice. So Lord, I cast myself on your mercy. Refuse me, not I pray. This shifts into my sin as a whole is never out of my mind. It is a burden on my spirit. So, Father, as I bring it to you, because it is ever with me, would you please put it away from both of us? When a conscience has been awakened, pain through sin is not transient and occasional, but intense and permanent. This is not a sign of divine wrath, but rather a sure preface of abounding favor and molding of heart to be more like God's. Then, in verse 4, we see the psalmist acknowledge directly to God that it is against him that David has sinned. The virus of sin lies in its direct opposition to our Father. We see that the penitent heart here was so filled with a sense of wrong done to the Lord himself that other confession was swallowed in brokenhearted acknowledgement of the offenses against God. The next part of the verse reflects that as a child of God, David knows that God saw the act of sin as it happened, and when David's soul remembers this, there is guilt. 
The last part of the verse is interesting to note because David seems to be saying that there is not an argument against divine justice for the sins committed in his life. Do we also so humbly come to the same conclusion before the throne when confessing our sins? Then, in verse 5, we see several interesting things set forth. The first part seems to be saying that not only, Lord, have I sinned once, but I, in my very nature, am a sinner. The fountain of my life is polluted. The tendencies since birth are outside of equity. Which leads to the next statement, which goes all the way back to David's roots for sin. Not to criticize his mother, but in acknowledgement that the depth of his ten- but in acknowledgement that the depth of his sin tendencies started before he was born. Because of the fall in the Garden of Eden, we are all shaped with sin built into our tendencies, a desperate need for the grace and mercy of our Father built into us. Knowing that, are we coming to the throne of our Father and asking for His mercy and grace to cover our lives and save us from the tendencies that are ingrained in us? Join me in the next episode to see what else Psalm 51 has to teach.